celebrity and all of its bullshit. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Just coming in hot, bitches. Bang Let's it go. All there at the top. I'll just bang it up there. Hi, Amy. How are you? <laughs> I think I'm better than you, hot sauce. What's up, Melissa? I. All right. Let's start all at right. the top. Today right. is my right. anniversary. Oh. I have well, been married happy, for 24 happy. years. Congratulations. Thanks. Congratulations, Harachis, to you. I mean, it's harder. La, la, la. It's harder in Hollywood than it is, you know, hey. in the burbs, but. Here we are, making it to 24 years, and happy anniversary to Stuart. Okay. Great. Last night, I wasn't sure we would make it to today. Oh, oh, okay. I see what's going Oh, wow. Yeah. Because. I get, I get there. Mm-hmm. He made a comment. Because it's Stuart. Because he Because it's Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That's rule number one on the don't list. Yeah. What's the matter, man? He, he used to have rule number one on days before and of podcasting. Like, like, speak lightly. Never be contrary. Never do anything to upset Melissa because you don't want her shit talking about you on pod. Great. Oh, my God. He's so fucking smart and so stupid all at the same time. How can yeah, well. he be so fucking smart? He's yeah, so well. in tune with you. He's such a planner. He thinks through things. He's outcome driven. These are all wonderful, wonderful qualities. And then he does stuff like, like he this. does. Like this. I he's, don't even know what it is, but I'm prepared to be shocked. When and we baffled. crawl into bed, we put on oh. stupid TV, like to okay. yeah, sure. just Good. fall yeah. asleep to, or something that the volume's not going to go up with applause and down with just something. That we're used to drony, if you will, so he could fall asleep. Something relaxy. Something relaxy. Well, before that, we were still kind of awake a little, and I put on Name That Tune. Uh oh. Which I think you know, okay. I do appreciate a good game show every once in a while and music. But I feel like there's going to be some yelling out, and you know, I'm not sure if this was a good choice. Well, I the yelling say. started, it's celebrity version of Name That Tune, and the two Uh-oh. contestants were Belinda Here's Car- what I heard. No, 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 no. Here's what I heard, okay? Before you get your motor rising, what I heard was that you put on Celebrity Music Town. You put it on. This was you. This was me. This was your act of provocation. You are the you are the marital saboteur. Listen. You put it on. Really? Listen first. I stand. Well, correct. Well, let's see. Thank you. you might not be. Thank you, Senator. <laughs> you may continue. Do you yield your time? <laughs> I yield back. Okay. So the contestants are, first of all, Randy Jackson plays piano on that show. And something is. Who is that now? You sent me his photograph. Is he a footballer? Randy Jackson? Who's, the music. Who was Randy Jackson? He was one was of the baseballer? judges on American Idol. He was super overweight and. Developed a line of sunglasses, but then he lost all of this weight where he's really just Skeletor now, and it's really disturbing to look at him, and I couldn't understand. Kind of like, like Al Sharpton did. Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton did a very similar Al Sharpton thing. turned into a, what happened to you, man? He's, and you got a lot of lot of chicken neck and some He's flappage. just hair and neck now. That's all he is. He's part rooster now, it And seems. righteous rage. Yeah, it's all Always he's got Always righteous left. rage. Yes. Always. Okay. <laughs> The two contestants on last night's show were Belinda Carlisle and Debbie Gibson. Oh, we got trouble. We got right trouble in River City. City. Yeah. <laughs> this is not late night TV. I'm already excited. I'm not relaxing. I'm yeah, excited. it's not relaxing. But my husband has this affinity for Tiffany and Debbie, Debbie Gibson. That's kind of where his musical taste stopped in like the... 13, 14-year-old. I'm really, I got to just, I got to step over to the side for a second. (laughs) (laughs) It's another, it's another identity challenging fact. The mall tour. Just wait, you got (laughs) to let me, you got to just, you got to let me process. You got to let me process the ludicrousness of this revelation. Because it's pretty bad. Maltor. Mall to mall to mall to mall. It's a game changer. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. I, it's, you know, we're getting into the 13-year-old male psyche, 
and I feel like how do you cling to it? And what? Stop. Stop grabbing boobies in the air. No, Stop. I'm climbing up a wall adhering to a okay, – I did some mime for her to see. Uh, okay. So those are the two contestants, 65-year-old, 53-year-old. Belinda Carla looks fantastic. I've seen an occasional TikTok from her. So cute. Right. He says to me, she's from the Go-Go's? And I started singing, "Okay, vacation's all I ever wanted. So right. That's great, right. great, great. I punished him by That's singing. Right. So there we go. Stop. Then right. he says, I was thinking he fell asleep and he was in a coma and said this, said this but he said, she is equivalent to Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I Uh-oh. fell out of bed. He said, the, he said <laughs> it to you? To me. He said it to you. I fell Even out of bed. I know that. Oh, boy. I'm okay. not an enormous, crazy, must-see, all-era tours kind of Taylor Are Swift fan. I'm not. Are you not, though? I'm not. I feel I'm like a classic rock girl, but I can absolutely. You're the Mama Rose of the Taylor era's tour in that. I feel you supporting her backstage, defending her against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Not really. I feel like you are. I do. It's I not feel my it. role. I do. I do. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. So I, feel it. I, I first laughed, spitting him right in the face. Um, and then I fell out of bed because I could not believe that he equated, uh, I don't know, want to say 90s, 80s, 90s pop princess of everybody else takes care of you and does your shit one hit yeah four hit wonder at the most four and even those were you got to really question it they did a peloton ride of hers and i thought how are you getting a full half hour of peloton music it's a brief ride electric youth like uh is that a hit what um yeah yeah. oh your face didn't even recognize it i don't know i wouldn't you'd have to play it and even then i'd be like okay really we're digging pretty scrapping pretty low and i have more power but i know of Belinda Carlisle and followed her in a way very different than the rest of the world probably because she was the first plump gal on the scene, one of the few. And this was back in the era when you are a plump gal in the public eye and on the scene. Everybody wants to make you not who you are. So her manager paid her $10,000 a pound to lose a pound. He would pay her $10,000 for every pound she lost. Yes, and she did it through cocaine. She'll be the first one to tell you, 100%. You want to talk about who's with Hart, the one who was like the most spectacular guitarist and vocalist, Anne Wilson? Correct. Played also with her sister. And they did videos, and she talks about the video. She's like, in the video, they have me standing in the corner like a tree, and then they literally pour molten liquid into a guitar case and have my sister climb out so that they can see her body is like the perfect thing cast from the world. And Anne is the greater talent. Much. Yeah, you're not allowed to be. You're not allowed not to be fat. Even now, you can't be fat because if you want to be Lizzo and be fat, you have to somehow be shamed into having a human thought and making a mistake. You have to be fat and perfect about everything. So, I mean, this Lizzo's is pretty close, though. I don't know. Going what I off the rails. Her last scandal. Going going off the rails. No, I I believe it fully because I have been in a drunken stupor with my friends who just happen to be on payroll and are actually friends. I have been in environments when you're all drinking and you're all loose and you're all joking around. And magically, it's not a joke because you write my check. So it's a very tricky situation to be in. I don't absolve her for what she did or said. I wasn't there. But I also know the dynamic is always really fucking weird when there's an inequity involved. And I feel for someone who probably doesn't have any friends and thought these were her friends. So we've all sort of been in that situation when you become extra chummy with somebody who you were on a payroll with at whatever level, right. and you realize, oh, yeah, Not so much. there's a dynamic here that prevents us from being friends. It, to just jump into another crazy non sequitur, it's kind of like when you fall in love with your whore, right? It's She's not in love with you back, man. No matter how great you think this is, she's getting paid. Does that happen to She's you getting lot? paid. Well, no, because I'm able to compartmentalize. Okay. Let's get back to your husband and Brittany. Cut to... <laughs> Brittany, no. Sorry, <laughs> Tiffany. What's her name? Debbie Deborah Gibson. Sorry, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that face? She's like, I'm no longer Debbie Gibson. Face. 
I'm Deborah no. Gibson, and you will refer Honey, to me. I did. I laughed heartily at the mall tour, and I did not participate. I'm older than your husband. I think I don't even know how old he is. I love it. I, I don't care how old he is. I think I'm older than him. So the mall tour was just a couple. So I was a teenager. You just missed it. I was a teenager, probably in number only, when these kids were like twelve and touring malls, and I was like, "Get the fuck out!" I mean, it just felt a little bit like. I guess people think about Justin Bieber like it would just you look down your nose at them and it didn't matter if they were talented because you just couldn't get over the fact that this was some fucked up weird shit. Right. And of course, I was not looking at their breasticles or anything else they had. So I I mean, I, I idolized and still do Duran Duran. Right. For the very same reason. It's how they look. The music's OK. But come on. Who are we kidding? Back to you, Tiffany. We we're just talking. I was talking to Janine about Duran Duran just the other night. It was as you do. It was crazy. Well, your bestie since four years old has her nails into Roger Taylor. And Thank you. Thank you. Your choice was, who was your? John. John Taylor. Oh, that's thanks. right. She no, told me no I have relation. to arm wrestle yeah. you to John Taylor because he was my <laughs> choice as well. Good luck. Yeah. That's a, you lose. Okay. On a side note, I did arm wrestle my daughter on parents weekend and I won. Well, of course you did. And wow. She goes okay. to the gym every day. What do you mean? Of course I do. All right. So. I feel like you would you would kill a squirrel if there was something on the line and the line being I get to say I won. I, <laughs> no. I feel like gold star, that's you. Gold I feel star. Like, I feel like I feel like there is no obstacle greater. You know, there's there's nothing that would get in your way if the choice is you can be victorious or not, get out of the fucking way. I my all of my money is on you. And that includes cheating, lying, stealing. You're holding that carrot over your head. You'll never go hungry again. You brought it up. My girlfriend's cousin, which means no one, is I, I did bring that up. Is selling micro squirrels on what in the fuck? on Facebook? I will never again be blamed for my non sequiturs. What? I don't even know what you are just you said. saying. And my answer to her when she sent me a picture of these squirrels for sale on Facebook Marketplace, okay. I my answer was this. I'm going to repeat it. My, I, I'm going to repeat it. My daughter no. says that oh, birds and squirrels are free. Just take one. <laughs> <gasps> I'm like, baby, okay. they have families. You can't do that. They're free. Just take one. Who's going to stop you? <laughs> what is, what, what, uh, uh, okay. The questions are all just jumbling in a lead to get to number one for the first question. We'll start with what? Oh, micro squirrels. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But here we are. 12 minutes into our podcast and I haven't even told you yet why I'm I don't care my husband I don't care I don't care I don't care I don't care this is the hill we're gonna die on <laughs> this is Appalachian whistling okay what the fuck are you talking about I am always the one who pulls us into this strange strange rabbit hole involving animals and the word micro come on how is this you how is this you and not me I first of all the student exceeds the master. So congratulations. $300 for all. We are not <laughs> here. We are not here enough to give them the TLC they need. They're super cute and much like a pocket pet. Micro I'm, squirrels. I'm, what? She's out in the wilderness stealing baby squirrels. Are these living? Are these living real creatures? Or that you just you keep showing me your phone and it doesn't answer my question. Yeah, they're, it they're looks, alive. She stole baby squirrels. I don't know how she got them. them. I don't know if she bred she them. She stole them. <laughs> she's like Brad Pitt getting that soap from killing pigs. That's what she's doing. That's what she's oh doing. My. She's crazy. Oh, nobody's arguing that. <laughs> nobody's arguing that. Okay, but she's crazy like a fucking fox because she's found an untapped natural resource, you know, and she's raking in the cheddar. Yes. $300 for a stolen wild animal two, for, offspring? For two micro squirrels. What happens when they grow up to be full size and there's no then such they, thing as Then a they micro eat squirrel. your attic. Then they eat your attic and cost you $6,000 worth of insulation. And your damage. eyeballs. They go for that too. Okay, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. If it would only be better if this was a fantasy and that what she was actually selling you was the, it was like a little idea of a squirrel and there was no physical product. Or if the squirrels could somehow run away once she sells them to you and then she can sell you on the the relocation or the find them package like missing squirrels and then resell them to someone else. Bingo, bingo. But now we got it. Now we got the we got the full ecosystem of Mike was Mike was squirreling. Mike what? 
I don't know. How are you related to this genius? She's my she's a good friend of mine. She it's her okay. her cousin. Okay. Right. That's pretend. That's pretend. This could be a that's made this up. This could be a lot of the Jacksonville family <laughs> that she doesn't talk about as much, but you know, it's possible. Holy. I love you, Brandy. Okay. So we're laying in bed and my husband equates Debbie Gibson to Taylor Swift. And I'm <laughs> slightly horrified because I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, but I can appreciate what she's selling. You don't have to be a huge Taylor Swift fan. All you have to do is look at her Open record. your eyes. Yes. Literally. No, by record, I mean, look at her, her financial industry accomplishments. Look, look at her number one. At one point. Start at the billboard had, and work your way down. At one point, she had every number one. She had all top 10 songs were hers. She had the top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten songs were all hers. No one has ever in the history of recorded music ever done this, ever. You don't have to like this girl to realize that's some fucking serious cheddar. And P.S., if you asked 75 people who is Debbie Gibson, the first 60 of them would say my dentist's mom. <laughs> Nobody knows Dr. who that Gibson's is. Dr. Gibson's mom? <laughs> Nobody knows who that is. Nobody. DDS. Nobody. Does she live down the street? Yeah. I think she's my third grade teacher. Nobody fucking knows who Debbie Gibson. Is she running in the streets? What's her song? So what's her song? I said, you cannot compare how prolific Taylor Swift is with the Electric Youth album. You cannot. Oh, that's what it is. Only my dreams. Yeah. You cannot do that. And he said, you're mistaken. You're thinking of Tiffany. And I said, no, I am not mistaken. No one is ever <laughs> thinking, thinking of, Tiffany. of Tiffany. Okay, darling. Let's he start said, there. She's the more talented Tiffany. <laughs> also oh, on that mall wow. tour. And I just looked at him like, I chose you to spend the rest of my life with you. And here I'll you meet are. You Cinnabon. Yeah, saying no. dumb, dumb shit right now. Like, what is happening? Oh, my God. Did my I God. know this? Like, I knew his musical taste froze in the mall I think but I've slowly been introducing him to more things and he's kind of taken to it not the way he did the mall tour it's just you make these admissions and I don't want to trust him with my health it doesn't make sense Do you know how right? many people it's trust him with two fingers in his in their rectums like this is crazy I don't feel like that's a trust issue <laughs> I think that's actually a breakdown of trust when somebody is I know that they're I have to theoretically trust you if you're getting in theoretically there's something <laughs> medical to learn by doing this but come on <laughs> I mean, come on. When's the last time the dentist said, I want to see if there's something in your throat. So I'm going to ram both my fingers down the center of your throat and poke around. I feel like you could get to it another way. Come on. When does the ear lamp? doctor, when does the ear doctor stick two fingers in your ears? When does the nose doctor stick two fingers straight up your nose and pluck them out? The eye doctor, they don't. They don't do well, this. He's they not find a butt doctor, way. but if they need to I'm find out in a dark hole what's happening. Come on. I feel like. I feel like there's a. I feel like there's a second advantage to this. What would that be? I don't know. What would that I be? I think it's. I think that somebody decided that this is the most expedient method, and of? then everybody else just said, "Okay, I'll go along with that." Why? Why? We have a lot of advancements. We have a lot of advancements. Sticking your fingers in the bungus hole. I don't. I don't. I don't. Fastest I way to find out if there's blood in there. Fastest way to find out if you're impacted. Fastest way if you like. You don't have time in an emergency department. We're not getting into emergency department wait times right now. But if we did, we'd all be horrified. I don't. I don't. It feels not medically reasonable. I'm sure it's great. But it's, I don't know, man. I, I, well, this argument. I have a hang up about the butthole. I have a hang up about the butthole, I guess. I really do. I really do. It's, what are you doing in there? Output only. I'm, Is that our theory? Why are you? No, I. Yes. I, I don't, output only. Sure. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't spend a lot of time Electric thinking about it. Electric youth. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about the butthole. And when it, when it pops into my consciousness, the first thing I think is get it out. This get is it a out. this is a waste valve, and I I don't really think that we want to layer things on there like, you know, beyond that. I just I feel like your purpose is defined, and that's fine. You you live your life, butthole. Do you just know Debbie Gibson has a greatest hits album? <laughs> I feel like you're trying to get off the butthole. 
Well, I'm not trying to get into it, so <laughs> getting out of it would be my goal, typically. <sighs> All right, I'll let it go. I don't know that any of these are hits. I mean, only in my dreams, Electric Youth. I don't know what that is. Electric Youth? I thought that was a Belinda Carlisle song. Oh, fuck you. When you mentioned <laughs> it, I was like, I don't remember the Go-Go singing about Electric Youth. Okay. So she's got two songs on her. It's a, it's an A and a B side, two songs, and that's her a, whole Only A hits. and only B. It sounds like a bra company. <laughs> Listen, now, I don't are, have a greatest hit song. I don't even have a fucking record. So more power to her. And that said, do you really have a greatest hits? Because what is that? There are 12 songs on it. And the one I think that you'll appreciate is Shake Your Love. Shake your love. Shake your love. How do I know that? I've got That's to a shake problem. your love. <laughs> Come on. Ew. Yeah. It's not good. What does that mean? Anyway, it's not good. And you cannot yeah. compare that to what Taylor Swift's empire is. And to say, and you know this because I have seen Debbie Gibson in no fewer than two Hallmark movies in the last two years. That's, if I was your husband, I'd be kicking you out of the bed. That's ridiculous. That is the end of a career if I've ever heard one. I don't, first of all, I couldn't tell you where the Hallmark channel is. And the second I find it, I'm, I'm deleting it. it. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. It's painful. It's painful for me. I can't watch it. I just can't. And it's not out of any kind of snotitude. I just. Ooh, I like that word. <laughs> it just, it just icks me out. I, I, I'm like, I don't know. It, it makes, it makes my skin crawly. I can't do it. That's the kind of I movie you put it. on in the background when you go to sleep because it's girl goes back to old hometown after being successful in Chicago and sees And there's the, the raging hot doctor, veterinarian, yes. psychiatrist, small business grocery store owner. Who she assumed would right. go nowhere, but he Service did station. leave here to make a fortune in the big city and then Has came back. a crazy back. backstory. Right, and then yeah. came back and she rediscovers it. And he's just gotten over it and forgotten all the bad things in life, which gives him all this depth of character, but at the same time, he's super, super grounded. And Throw in a doesn't dog. Really, doesn't really care that you haven't washed in about six weeks because he can see your inner beauty until the day you get dressed for the big fall christmas easter july 4th Villain holiday dance here. in the yes. middle in the middle of the pavilion with the band and then magically you meet on the dance floor and that's when the first sparks fly and the dog car flowers that you all immediately met over are somehow in the shot and then your neighbors slash children slash Kids that you teach at school are also in the shot crying. Yeah, they're and in the band because it just looks playing, so right. And they all applaud. Mm -hmm. And the music doesn't stop yeah. when they all applaud. And you have how many times can we write this? Yeah, and you have okay. one kiss right at the very end, which is why yeah. you and I most wait, for but it. mostly yeah. me developed a new network called Hallmark After Dark, where right. they get in you that bang car on the first and day, yes, and then spend. Maybe 30 minutes trying to figure out, was that the wrong idea? Probably bang a couple more times and keep trying to deny it. And then they have to go through a little bit of struggle, which they quickly get over and have a different kind of bang at the end. But no butt so play because Amy does not with, like ass play. Uh, butt play, fine. Ass play, fine. Just clean up. I mean, I'm not interested in the, I'm sure it's great. I just, I'm sure it's great. There are lots of things that are great. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's, is, it, is, it, is it scary? I don't know what it is. It doesn't seem like a sexual place in the same way that my toes are not a sexual place. I don't have to have something wrong with me to not think my toes are not a sexual place. Some people get all up in it. Was it think the that's great. former Jets coach who would disagree with you? That, wow. that feet are all, what he's all about? Okay, so dear listener, would you file for divorce if your husband, partner, spouse, whatever, <clears throat> came through with a comment like, Debbie Gibson is is this gen our generation's Taylor Swift? Wh what? W wait, oh what? Lord. Absolutely not. Let us know <laughs> by writing brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Go to Instagram at Listen Brilliant or just go to Facebook where we're under Brilliant Observations Brillob Squad. Come see us and let us know your thoughts. Is this divorceable material? Mm -hmm. What Taylor Swift has done is bring out, she has the highest, fastest selling, highest selling, uh, largest concert tour in history, which is just a financial thing, right? That's obvious. That's she re-released the fucking rerun and made it on the charts with fucking reruns. It's hilarious. Sold it twice. It. <laughs> I sold it yeah. twice. You bought it twice. 
Do you remember right. that cusp where you had an eight track, a record and a cassette and you're thinking, I do. why did I buy this same album three times? The other thing that she did for these poor little girls who she's duped out of all of their allowance is uh, she would release the same album different hours of the day with different covers for limited release. So they would buy the same album Brilliant. 20, 24 times so they could make a clock in their room of all her albums. Brilliant. Covers. I'm like, get it, girl. That's micro, micro squirreling, okay, <laughs> on acid. If you're looking for a micro squirrel coach, she is your strategist. She's your guru. Okay? She's your guru. She's your guru. Your guru. She's your guru. <laughs> she's your guru. She's your guru. She is. She, you know what else she did? She encouraged no. stadium after stadium after stadium of mothers and daughters and women of a certain age to register to vote. Good. Because uh, this thing, is the only most thing better would be have the registration booths fucking at the show. But yes, the only okay. thing better, she has moved an entire generation of young women to go register to vote. And if I'm being honest, I love that because she's going to encourage them to vote the way I would like them to vote because she's a woman and she's asking with these songs and these theories and these whatever. Great. I don't need. I, I am probably an outlier. I don't need everyone to vote the way that I want to vote. I don't I worry do. about increasing only the voters who are voting the way that I want to vote. I genuinely welcome voter participation across the spectrum oh, because I know that the dangerous, terrifying policies are so wildly unpopular and in the minority that if we simply have a representative sample of the country, it'll go your way. We're going to, we're going to get yeah. what most of us need. And on the few times that I don't get what I need, I'll take my chops because I welcome democracy. So that's where I am. So I let's go get it. Because I welcome democracy. Not I do, fuckers. I welcome it. You're welcome in my butthole. Sorry. You're not democracy. Demo Sorry. Democracy. She's just saying that. I don't know why <laughs> she said it, but if she it does not mean that. Look, I don't mean to contr I don't mean to cross our metaphors here, but if it meant the difference between where we're headed slash where we are and a possible bright future, if all I had to do was take it up the pooter, I'd do it from with democracy. I would do it all day long and twice on Sunday. Let's go. Let's go all day long. <laughs> That's how much I love democracy. That's a lot of love. Just saying. Are you that committed? Are you that committed? I conservatives? Know. I don't think you are. I don't know. I don't think you are. I don't think you are going against your core fundamental beliefs. Let's go stick it in and you get what you want. Would they? They wouldn't. So I could just bomb somebody. Oh, my God. Celebrity is very sticky that way because you have a platform. Because it sticks it in the butt. Yes. I'm sorry. I That's can't. where it's sticky. Because <laughs> you have a platform. Stay with me, girl. Stay with me. You have a platform and an opportunity to encourage people to do stuff, to, to have an opinion. But, but stuff? Or to not butt stuff. <laughs> Oh my God! My content had this being a Taylor Swift episode, but you're I'm making sorry, I'm it. Sorry, I'm ready. I'm I'm I love Taylor Swift, and Taylor doesn't do it in the butt. But you're making it a butt stuff episode, so no, I'm done. No. I'm done with the butt. I'm done with butt stuff. <laughs> There's so many drops in this episode. I do declare, <laughs> I am done with the butt stuff. <laughs> Let's get back to Taylor Swift being great and not at all Britney like. What's her name? Debbie Tiffany. Gibson. Well, they're all the same okay. person. Dear listeners, should I file? Um, <clears throat> on every other note, celebrities have a platform. <laughs> You're so cute. Celebrities have they a do. platform. They can use it for good, for evil, whatever it is. We've for seen it stuff. go both directions. And mm -hmm. when like Kid Rock is standing next to former President Trump and or <laughs> and or Ugh. shooting up Bud Light cans, I think right. your celebrity sit down and shut the fuck up. Maybe maybe took a turn. Yeah, maybe took a Sit turn. Sit down and shut the fuck up. But when Bette Midler goes out and is cleaning up Central Park with her celebrity and she's environmentally friendly, I cheer her on, right? I don't say, sit down and shut up. You, you're embarrassing yourself. Well, those are, those are not comparable influences because Bette Midler – cleans up the beach when she walks on the beach she picks up garbage and she puts the garbage in a receptacle and so after she's walked on the beach she's actually cleaned it it would be different if Bette Midler was standing at the entrance to the beach with a megaphone shouting to everyone clean up the beach when you walk on it that would be a little different so I but at the same time I wouldn't hate it you know 
it's like I like it when they're telling us to do things that make us all better. Kid Rock is not telling us to do things <laughs> that make us all better. Kid Kid Rock is not making himself all better. He needs he needs a little bit of support, I think, because he's in the wrong direction. Back to you. No, but I mean Kim Kardashian was going in the right direction and did it the very wrong way. There's celebrity gives you a soapbox pretty much 100%. to stand on. Do you use it? What celebrities aims could you tell me have have used it for good or bad or can you think of anyone who's used celebrity <clears throat> as more than just a money-making machine for selling micro squirrels? All of the people who got into Scientology, all of those celebrities, I feel like are a terrible influence and, and send out a bad message of unpack all of your darkest secrets and then let other people hold over you those secrets while you ply them with money to keep them quiet and you get closer to an imaginary deity in the sky from his spaceship. Was that close? I think, <laughs> I I think Jose Andres yes. is, is doing something good. He was a chef. He is a chef and remained in uncontent with cooking and sharing his love of cooking and profiting as a business person, a quite successful business person on his cooking alone, and instead turned that gift into a gift to the world. And he operates World Kitchen and he goes into areas that are in distress and sets up temporary public service kitchens out in fields and things like this to give people food when they are, you know, there's been a natural disaster or there's a war happening. He will go and just do a pop-up, let's go. I think John Bon Jovi is another Great. excellent same, celebrity similar. who is doing the same sort of thing where um, 100% giving, away, for the homeless. giving away, giving back. Yeah. Um, trying to think who else is a good, a good person of influence. I don't know. I'm sure there's lots of them. That little divorce girl who gave away all her money, she's on track. That little, that little, um, Melissa, Melissa McKicka, McKicka, she was married to that, that bald pirate with the weird eye. You know her. She's got all the billions. What's her name? Oh my God. What's her name? <laughs> bald pirate. You're not talking about Bezos, are you? Sure. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Michelle. Sure. Wow, we are. Keep screaming at us, guys. Keep screaming at us. That's fine. We can hear you. If you heard her name is Michelle Melissa McMillis is her name. She is. I I like it when you get a good divorce (laughs) settlement from your ridiculously wealthy ex-husband and start dishing it out. I love that. That's a good time. That's a good time. That's a good time. Yeah, there's good people. Why? I'm sure you've got some actor S's. No, I mean, I, I. these you named like the big ones that are giving back in the best way. I am curious to to do a full list, but well, would you put somebody like the Goop S on there? I would not. <laughs> I don't find I don't find that that I'm I'm giving you that as a gift, and I I will allow it to float in the ether. Gwyneth Paltrow, my strong protestations. Oh I said her name out loud. Um, well, two more times, and I'm going directly to hell. So I'll be careful. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh boy, yeah, you're two in. Uh oh, I'm ready. Yeah, I I want most of the time I want to shout, shut up and sing, shut up and dance or just. But when they come out with like Charlie Sheen came out with some crazy shit that made me want to put him in a jacket of sort. Bill Cosby had things to say before he during he was roofing women. He wanted people to stay in school and to he had some. Are you trying to say Bill Cosby was good before we saw the inner blackness of his soul? Uh, and I mean, I thought you were getting I racist mean, and I was like, I'll cut that shit out, too. But yes, he is the darkest inside. No, the biggest, the yeah, biggest, I, deplorable. I have to, I have to put that into context. Here's what I'm saying. My good friend, Ellen was dating another one of our friends for a long time. And we all knew each other. He was, we all worked in the same industry. And at one point I found myself sitting down with him and we were working on a project together and it got to be late and he just started talking and it became super clear to me oh no. Oh no. that some bad stuff was going down. And I went back to her and she was madly, madly, truly, deeply, madly. And oh no. the only way that I could describe it to her without without making it clear what he said, because it's a real I because I'm friends with all of them. And it's like, OK, this is a real problem. So I looked her dead in the face and I said, he showed me his soul and it was black. 
That's all I had to say. And I just kept saying, he showed me his soul and it was black. I saw his soul and it was black. And she's like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And sure enough, she figured it out in short order. So it's like when somebody has the deepest, most troubling, horrible core. intentions at the core, <clears throat> yeah. that's what I meant by blackness. The soul, because that was my shorthand. He showed me, his, and that's become this running now that we're years past it and marriages past it. You know, it's always like he's, it's, you know, black soul. That's just, that's a little shorthand. He showed me his soul and it was black. It was the only thing I could say about our shared friend. And it was a black soul, number one. I am dying to know what. Nope. I know. It's obviously in the vault if you won't tell her and she was in jeopardy. So I, I'm I'm dying to know. I'll hold you down. Well, they say, they say that Meryl Streep, that's one of the genius tips of her acting, is that when she takes on a role, she finds, she either invents or discovers or finds a secret about the character and never reveals it to anyone else. It's something that only she knows. That's delightful. And she... She uses that information um, and long after, and she only said this in an interview because she was talking about Kramer versus Kramer. And she said, the secret is that I never told anybody when we were working on it is that she never loved him. Never even in the beginning when they were even madly in love and getting married. She never, ever, ever loved him in Kramer versus Kramer. And so she was dealing with that guilt the whole time. And that was just part of the character that she brought to it. And other people who have worked with her would say that no matter what she has developed about the character, even in rehearsal, even in interpersonal relationships, she somehow brings that to her relationship with you off camera, off set, off character. So that if your character is supposed to hate her, she's bitchier to you than she is to anyone else. So you kind of do hate her the whole time like it's just part of it and so anyway you you hear all you need to know with he showed me his soul and it was black you she know all you need to know only murders in the building uh third mm -hmm. season and now i'm thinking of what secret she might have had to keep on that one and i yep. i am now more even more intrigued taylor swift got travis kelsey's jersey up 400 percent in sales she is going <laughs> to build an army she has an army, and I want them all to vote. So if you are a fan, get a, get on out there and dance. Dance, I tell you. So I do also want to tell you that I ran into some interesting folks. My daughter had a parents weekend at the University of Delaware. Hello! A real housewife of New Jersey, her husband, oh. and their daughter, who is a freshman at the University of Delaware. Oh, okay. Walking down Main Street, there are Melissa and Joe Gorga. I would not have been able to pick out these people in a lineup. I wish I could say that. I would not have been able to pick them out based on their demeanor, their habits, or even their gawkers, identifying them for the rest of us as different and noteworthy individuals. I would not have been able to do it. And it's interesting at my son's campus, yeah. they are frequently visited. I think all campuses are frequently visited by something called Barstool Sports. Yeah. Is this okay? So, but his campus um, his in particular, a little more, I think. Than I most. feel like that's true. I yeah, agree. I don't know. So they must have somebody who lives nearby, or they've got a really active channel, or the guys there love it, or I don't Agree. know what. But Barstool Sports is at his campus in particular quite a bit, and they do these pranks that are super funny. Like they, they, the most recent one is they walked down. They just dressed as normally as you could possibly dress. And said, the first person to recognize us, we're going to pay him $100. And they just walked through the campus filming themselves. Just filming, filming, filming. And some girl came up to them and said, hey, can I get a selfie with you? And they handed her 100 bucks and didn't let her take the selfie. It was very cute. So, and they do stuff like that. Or they'll be, they'll, it's like man on the street in reverse. They'll say, they'll be walking around with a toga and they'll ask you some, you know, question in French. And if you get it right, you get a thousand dollars or a pizza. I don't know, something. Just fun, antic -y kind of a stuff. I have brought this to the podcast 10 or 11 times because of the challenges they've had on there. Like they stand on campus, Barstool, and they have an apple with a watch around it. And if you bring them something or an Apple, you get a free Apple Watch. Like they do so many things there. And or call someone, tell them you love them. And if they say I love you right back, then you get $100. Like they do all those fun things because I like that. Who makes phone calls anymore and who answers the phone when it rings? That's almost impossible. Yeah. The whole thing is yeah. a commentary and it's brilliant. Some of them are stupid, but some of them are actually brilliant. And I... I dig them and what they're doing. It's very cool. It's very fun. I like it. Let's participate.
another good celebrity just to squeeze to. it in under the wire is Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, what's he doing that's so impressive besides he helped everything? out Puerto Rico. He helped out that New York bookstore. He could have just taken all of his money and stuffed it up his where bunghole. But instead, he decided I'm going to do some goodery. And here it is. You said that's no good. more ass play. He didn't have to be good. He could have been bad. He could have taken that money and said, fuck Puerto Rico. I'm going to Holland. But instead, he said, no, nope. I'm going to help my I'm going to help my friends. We should all go Let's to Holland. Go. That should be our next Let's trip. Go. Amy. Okay. Yes. If you. If somebody told you that they saw me arguing with a stranger on the streets. Right. What would you assume we were arguing about? I've already formed fists and I'm coming to your aid. Well, then that's all I need to hear. But what would you assume we're arguing about? Mm. Can I get more context? Because there's a lot of choices. I have I have a lot of scenarios running in my head, and they're all location dependent. So, oh, that's interesting. The first one that popped into my head, I know, is not accurate, but um, I'll broaden it. I was going to say parking, but I think it's just rule infraction. So, if somebody has misused the public space in which you are, I think you're pointing it out vigorously. Uh, I'll, second, but I'm, I'm the one who's pointing it out. They're not pointing it right, out for righteously, me. Righteously and in full uh, adherence with the law. Yes. You are the citizen arrester. So, uh, but really, I think that probably takes a strong backseat to politics. Politics. If you're arguing with someone, it's over a political viewpoint. And by politics, I mean if the person is saying some batshit stupidity, then that just counts as politics. Because anything that goes against that as an actual actively hurting a somebody, then you're going to say, guess what, fucker? Here comes my boot up your where? Bunghole. Let's go. It's the all bunghole all the time. Sorry. You wouldn't put it in there because you're probably wearing sandals and don't want your toe to come I do not want that. Yeah, I don't want that. With the bunghole. So I would say probably number one is anti-human anticking. So that means politics. But really rule infraction. It's got to be rule infraction, really. Rule infraction. So I'm going to go with rule infraction, Alex. For 100? Let's go. Rule infraction. We're going with rule infraction, Steve. <laughs> Survey says. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Butters got involved. I think. I thought about this for you as well. And I assumed. Oh, no. I assumed it would be um, similar to yours. Rule infraction, but more so for your kids. I assumed it would be in child advocacy, yours specifically. Oh, nice. I thought you were going to say music or food. Yeah, okay, um, sure. Child advocacy, and then uh, more so. Yeah, if, I'll fight you over my kids. Uh, and more so, if I can't steal, you can't steal. And then a list of things that you haven't stolen. Yes, uh, I, I think that rule enforcement is a guarantee. It doesn't necessarily mean that. Well, and honestly, I saw something on the... Uh, what was it? It was the Journal of the American Medical Association, but for psychiatry. Oh, it's TikTok. That's what it was. So, so, so I saw something on TikTok and it said, you know, the thing, you know, the thing about neurodivergent people is, number one, if they don't understand a rule, they will never follow it. It doesn't matter what the rule is. They right. Never if they, don't, if they don't understand fully, and But by understand it, I mean if they don't fully and understand the core value and purpose and get on board and, it, and, and really adopt this makes sense because yeah. all the way through to the bottom, this makes sense. There is no part of this rule that doesn't make sense, that isn't for the benefit of, that isn't a protector of, that you've got to fully, fully, fully get on board with the rule. Okay? So until that is reached... They won't follow the rule under any circumstances for any reason, even to their own benefit. And then once they do fully adopt and endorse, then they will sometimes follow it. But more importantly, they will demand that everyone universally always follow this rule upon pain of death. And they will go out of their way to enforce it. And I really get that. I feel like whether I'm neurodivergent or not, I get that on such a fundamental level. If I'm on, It takes a while for me to get on board with something. But once I'm on board, get out of the fucking way. Because I will burn your shit to the ground before I will let you get away with not doing it. That's it. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. So, yes, rule enforcement. That's me. And for your kids. I thought about it for me because I was going to ask you this question today. And I think mine would be canine really related. Oh, my God, yes. 
right? I think Why mine did would I not be, go there first. Would, like, yep. for example, I'm like, well, I really did yell at somebody this year. Who was it? It happened. Oh, right, right. Because I had my dogs on the boardwalk at the beach and somebody's like, you can't do that. And I told them. Yeah, but that's. No, no, but it's that's rule infraction. Fuck off that's rule was my fra- answer. It's rule infraction. That's rule infraction. They're trying to tell you you were outside the bounds of the rules and you weren't. So suck my whole dick. And on the hole. beach when people are, are without leash, you know, not just the beach, but anywhere where dogs are off leash and they run up to you. My dog doesn't know that your dog's running up to him to be friendly. And, oh, he's friendly. How do you know that mine is? How do you know that I am? Get fucking hold of your dog and control this situation because I will kick that fucker right in the face in defense of my very scared canine. Can I tell you something that's going to change your opinion of my husband? You ready? I am. Can I tell you something that's going to change your opinion of my husband? Or maybe just reconfirm the thing that you've known always from knowing him. Okay. So he tends to be mild-mannered, polite, uh, on the quiet, reserved side. Until. You know, steadfast. <laughs> I'd like to say he's got a very long fuse. Okay. Ain't that fucking long. So anyway, as you may know. Oh, I heard him at we, convocation. Are we done with this shit yet? <laughs> <laughs> Good. <sighs> he does have a strong fucking response. Anyway. <laughs> so we have construction happening behind our house. And as a concession of allowing this construction to move forward. We have a very large easement, meaning a very large side yard that is sheltered, protected, cannot be touched. So it is double. It's basically as wide as a house would be in between the neighbor's house and my house. And in our neighborhood, there's really not that. Open it's house, house, space. house. They're very, yeah. they're super close together. So this has become, it's as big as a city street. So, and the idea was they were going to convert it into a city street, making me a corner house. And we said, no, you will not. This will remain a grassy lot and we're going to make it a garden and all the fucking fuck out. Okay. So now people routinely use this space to walk in between our houses to peek at the construction happening behind our houses. Because you just walk up on the sidewalk and then all of a sudden you're in the grassy area. But it's really, even though it's not, it's, your it's really side our yard, yard yeah, that they're in. It's our yard. So to the point where we were able to negotiate what they planted in it and that we now water with our sprinkler system. Like it's our fucking shit. Right. Okay? That they're marching In any through. event. So some dude, as is always the case, just came wandering up out of cracky town and I'm going to take a look at what's happening. Some old dude came walking up, looking back there, just wandering through planted trees on the mulch. Like not, this is not just a grassy path. You're in a mulch bed. What do you think is happening now? Right. Wandering up along behind the, there's a fence behind our, just no, all this thank kind of you. stuff. Right? Bye. My husband happened to be in our backyard with our dog. And our dog ran up to the old man and nudged him with his nose, otherwise known as a bump. So he came up to the man and went, get the with fuck out of my house. In this his is ass. my family. Well, that- fortunately, as if to say, hey, clown, you gonna pet me right now. And the man was shocked and startled because he was so unaware of his surroundings he didn't realize there was a dog nearby. He didn't realize he was on you your know, property. Somebody's property. Right. So anyway, he came. So he looked down and he, he had a, a big, like a big startle response. And he went, your dog just bumped me. And that's all he said. But he said it in a way like control your dog. Yes. Even though the phrase oh, was I your dog it. just bumped yeah. me. So my husband looked him dead in the face and he said, yeah, he's not used to strangers wandering onto his property. To his face. I, I love that howdy he said neighbor that. howdy neighbor howdy neighbor I mean you maybe remember from years I past love that he said that. get the fuck that out of here husband. like you're on his land he could do yeah what's wrong yeah. with you you're lucky he didn't bite you in the ass yes you're welcome okay. so did you like so. it was that ass play what <laughs> happened no I just more ass I play just, I, when he is just rude to people it's just so shocking I don't think that's rude awful okay it is he has been rude in the past and I find it shocking I love because it. it comes from him. Like, you know, he sometimes he once was rude to the cashier at Target. And I'll never forget it because it just fucking kills me. She was taking like the world's longest time, like obviously inept, taking the world's longest time to ring stuff out. And all he had was like a 12 pack of Coke or some stupid. He had one item. So he took it up there and he put it down in front of her really, really loud. And he goes, this should be easy. <laughs> I've seen so you. I've seen mean. your work. So mean. You seem challenged. So mean. This should be easy. 
oh, can you imagine how fucking, I, I hate it, but I also, lo- I mean, it isn't that hurtful, but from him, that's basically, I took you out back and, and cut open a vein. He's, He's very, not used to strangers mean. on his land. Oh, Get the fuck out of here. Is there another way to access that, that church lot behind you? Yes. What we negotiated is this was going to be a secondary access road slash an entrance. And we said, there's no, no thank fucking you. way. Right. There's no fucking way. So the best that we could allow for is they're leaving it large enough that an emergency vehicle, if needed, could drive through. So we can't plant things in a way that would obstruct and an you emergency can't put vehicle up a fence. getting through. Well, we don't want a fence. So the whole thing just looks like a big old grassy side yard. But behind us, they instead oriented so that they're the whole thing. Think of it like a very, very upside down U. So there's an entrance on one side and then it connects to the other side. So you can you can drive all the way like a horseshoe all the way through the thing. So this guy so could yeah, have gone can, another direction to go look no, but, at what's going on there. But this is this is this is, you know, 200 houses that are going us behind up behind us in the 13 acres that were sold. And. It runs along the backyards. All of our backyards faced the edge of the 13-acre wood, literally. So all he's doing is coming from within our established neighborhood, walking up and peering over our backyards into an entirely other development. So a lot of people do it. But I also was never one of these people who wanders into constructing buildings. This is like a thing. I came into our new construction home and found people in it who were just giving themselves a self-tour of our stick-and-timber house. They were just, I don't know who they are. They just, I mean, that happened to that kid in Georgia, got hung and strung up by them fucking racists. People just like to go and poke around, shit's getting built. I find it very weird. I find it very it's weird. It's mostly men. There's a phenomenon of, of men going and watching work happen. I had, in our old neighborhood, there's somebody's building something or even hardscaping, landscaping outside their house. All of the men on Saturday and Sunday, oftentimes beer in hand, they creep out of all the other houses to stand around and talk about, you using a bit on that? Like what what size? You d- the conversation. My favorite thing the- about my dad is he's got a beach stance. We've always teased him his whole life for his beach stance. He would stand at the edge of the water in the sand with his hands clasped behind his back. And that's, he would just stand there sort of at the ready. And that's how he would play with us. That's how he would watch us. And it's our whole lives. And it was just notable because it just ended up being a thing, right? Come to find out, and he is first-generation Italian man. His parents are from Italy. Okay, so come to find out that in Italy, there is a phenomenon with a name. Do you know how, uh, you know... I'm trying to think of Inuits. I was trying to think of the word for Native American Alaska folk have something like 130 different words for snow. Yes. So in Italy, they have a specific vocabulary word for men who visit construction sites with their hands specifically clasped Shut behind their back. Shut your mouth. And they have photos and photos and photos and photos of just line of them doing it. They all do it. It's the stance. It's the fucking buffalo stance. It's hilarious. It cracks me up cracks me up I will find it and post I it. hope you Hilarious. do that's amazing and yep and I just thought it was like a a male phenomenon no but the, the exactly the root right of it's it. such a fucking thing it's such a it is well, I don't know that it's the root of it but it's it is so indoctrinated that yeah it's a fucking guaranteed thing so there's another phenomenon that happened in that other neighborhood of mine we happen to only hire sitters who are beautiful by default because that's who applied and that's and and I think welcome to affluent city. And I thought, well, if my husband has the energy left at the end of the day, go for it. You're welcome. <laughs> Only in my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as clear as it <laughs> Can we go to the mall? <laughs> um, I want to buy a purse. Yeah. And hear yeah. Tiffany sing. So the other thing that brought people out were when I would send our sitter, nanny, whatever, down the street pushing one of the kids in a car, in a ride-on car, all of the husbands would come out <laughs> and they would watch <laughs> her and her double D boobs go right down the street with I'm these a, kids. I'm a good parent today. I'm just watching my kids. Yeah, I'm yeah. watching your kids, Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you yeah, so much. I just want keep to the, keep the neighborhood safe. Just keep it they safe. did. And that's when we were like really young parents and it was a great community for us. And they used to thank us. <laughs> they used to thank us. Hey, for Halloween, are your kids going out with the nanny? I'm like, 
Fuck Gross. you. <laughs> Fuck all of you. Yes. And Speaking of neighborhood antics, I did want to say that we are super attractors. You know how we attract people to come to our school and get them to yeah. sign up? Yeah, you have more? I mean, we ended up being like, well, we end up recruiting people every single year. And of one of them, not only did we, rec- we recruit them from so far away that they literally move here. Guess where they're moving? Into your, oh, into one of the houses being built behind you? <laughs> Specifically into the one directly behind <gasps> us. It's not even built. They cut, they chose it specifically because it's directly I hope you us. love them. We will share a fence. Well, the funny part, the funniest part is that this mom in particular, they're great people. This mom in particular is uh, um, crazy. She's crazy. I need you to be more in the specific. Sense that, in the sense that. We're crazy. I need more specific. No. Um. She's the mom equivalent of having your chest painted at a football game <gasps> and carrying a hatchet. Hardcore. Like she, she she does not suffer fools when it she will yell at the refs. She will take a flip flop off and throw it at you. She's ready to go. She's ready to go. So but she's on our I side. I do right? not always, okay, but I don't relish the idea. She's got two dogs. I don't relish the thought of what happens when I don't know, somebody dig up your begonias or I don't know what I'm going to fucking do. What infraction is getting ready to happen? She'll kill me. Like, I don't know. I'm t- I'm, a little, I'm happy scared. I think I'm you're on her good side, but I am curious. This We are. We are, and rightly so, because we love them and they are fucking great. But at the same time, you also think, I want to stay there. I want on to her good stay side. on your good side. Please, please. The thing in your description that made me a little nervous was the fact that she has two dogs. They're doodle doodles. They're double doodle. The poopa doodles. What are the fucking? What do they call it? You have them. Just mean a doodle? Like, are you talking burn a doodle? I don't know. Golden doodle, sheep a doodle. I think they might be. I think they might be golden doodles. One of them is white, and the other is like brown and that white. That doesn't actually mean anything. But okay, um, so they're not going to shed in your house. I, I have dog, and anybody who comes around with dog, I think, oh god. They're like people. Not everybody gets along. Oh, my dog's friendly. Mine's not. Or mine is, but your dog's a dick and friendly. So her dogs are not dicks. Okay, good. Her dogs are not dicks. She has, she has broken every conceivable stadium law and brings the dogs to every game and every event. <laughs> she brings their own wagon. She brings and water And nobody for fucks them. with her because if you do. Right. Okay. Well, she stands far enough back so that she can watch the game and have the two dogs and gives them treats. And then everybody wants to come play with the dogs, which they do. And they sit in their own fucking folding chairs. Like, it's hilarious. All right, I'm, I'm going to come visit of these you dogs. just to meet them. They're very good dogs, and I should know their names. I used to because I see them. Oh, you'll know them soon enough. They're good. As all three play. people. Well, the the only risk here is that they have built a huge water retention something. Drowning. It's gigantic. It has its own bubbler. Like, it's very large, and that is not fenced in any way. So I just. Like a retention basin they put there? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the, the last house is halfway behind us so that it so that if you could picture the backyard as one solid space half of it includes the house and then the other half of it is just grass area and then you go up a little bit and there's the retention pond so behind us when people come wandering to see they're looking at the pond they're looking at the planted grass area and where the houses are going to eventually be and so the dogs have everybody's dog has open access to this pond. Everybody's kids have open access to this pond. pond. Makes me you nervous. You just pond fall into it, die. Fall, yeah, That's it. Yeah, it's it's very very large and deep and dirty and I mean it's fucking wastewater or whatever it's called, rainwater. Large, deep, and dirty, dear listener. Back to butt play. We are <laughs> thrilled that you came to listen to us today. We hope thank we're grateful you turned us on. We hope we turned you on in some way. Although I hope. It wasn't from anything Amy said. <laughs> hey, you know what? Here's how it works out. If you if you like the butt, get in there. Do whatever you want. To me, it is identical to like an eyeball. I don't want sexual play in my eyeball. That's all it is. It's not a value judgment of whether or not the bungus is on or off limits. I just it I get a little bit of an ick factor about my eyes. I get a little bit of an ick factor about my tuchus. I mean, there's just these things. That's how it works, right? You're allowed to stick it wherever you want. Lube it up. Have fun, friends. We support you. Rub it down. Oh, no. Oh, no. The girl is going to do loveliness. Yes. 
<laughs> we love you guys. Thank you so much for turning us on. Hope you have a great week and go register to vote and support Taylor Swift. Love you. Okay. Bye. Bye. I have a hang up about the butthole. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about the butthole. I'm done with butt stuff.